The contents of the notebook are for entertainment only. It is not meant to offend or hurt anyone. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, strong language, and is only intended for an audience who's ready for the shit! Okay there. Story time! Hello and welcome back to the Notebook Podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Nana, and this is our 19th episode of the Notebook Podcast. Ooh. <sighs> yeah, um, what's been going on with you, Nana? Uh, honestly, not too much. Just working 9 to 5 and yep. enjoying summer and doing the oh, podcast. Oh, but I have been reading some really great books that I've Ooh. just been, like, literally shoving into people's faces. Be like, read this book and change your life. <laughs> Which books are you reading? Um, so the two most recent ones, one's called The Four Agreement. And, Who's that uh, by? This book is by a man named Dong McGill Ruiz. I don't know. I, I hope I didn't butcher his name. But um, he has written a series, actually. It's not just the four agreements. He wrote, like, the fifth agreement. And then, like, there's a whole series of them. I just got two new two new books by him from the library because, you know, I'm cheap. And I can't go out <laughs> and buy books every week. They're expensive. So I borrow them from the library. But... I highly, highly recommend this book to anybody who's in their mid-20s to late-20s or even early-30s, anybody really, but especially people who are kind of like around our age, because I feel like we are in that stage of our lives where we're coming out of that zone where we judge ourselves every single day on such small things, like the way we look, the way we, we are like at our jobs, with our friends. And we're coming out of the um, the area where we gossip all the time. And this book really just teaches you how to let go of all, all of that negativity and Ooh. move on with your life and just be a better person. Really, he writes it way better than I'm describing it. <laughs> you know, there's a reason why I'm not a writer. But really, it's a great book and I recommend anybody to read it. Yeah. And the other book is uh, What I Know For Sure by Oprah Winfrey. Oh, I love Oprah. I mean... Exactly. I mean, it's yeah. a book by Oprah. You got to read it. <laughs> That's true. And Yeah. And it's just, she's so freaking wise. I you know? know. Yeah. She's, just, she's awesome. Yeah. So what I know for sure is actually like a column in her magazine. So she, over the years, collected all of this columns and just put it into a book. And it's really like, it, it, they all sound like such little, little treasures and little lessons that you have in your life, but putting it together into a book and Obviously, I read in my head with the voice of Oprah. It just sounds <laughs> so much better and so much wiser. So yeah, it's a pretty light read, but it, there's a lot of lessons in there for everyone. Oh, I love Oprah. I've been listening to her podcast, Super Soul Sundays. Mm-hmm. Oh, I started listening to that too because you oh, mentioned it's so good. Time. Yeah, it's just so good because she always talks to people who are so influential and they're so wise. Like everyone's so yeah. wise. I don't know. They just seem like they know so much or they've lived such a deep life and Mm -hmm. it's got me really thinking about my spirituality and how I want to live my life too exactly every time you hear these people talk you just want to like kind of stop yourself whatever you're doing because I know we're not just sitting there listening to podcasts we're doing something (laughs) while listening I just want to like stop for a minute and just listen and be like dude why am I worried about such small things in my life right now there are real problems that real people are dealing with on a daily basis and I'm like frustrated because i lost five dollars or like this guy sped past me on the highway or something like, yeah it's so just it's so let true. go of the stupid things in life there's bigger problems in this world <laughs> no it's so true i think we all just get caught up in our emotions at the time mm-hmm. but don't realize how insignificant they really are but i also think we don't have to really compare either like if someone sped up in front of you on the highway and that really bugged you, then that's like something shitty to you. But then minimizing your own problems too, that makes us feel insignificant in this world. I think one issue with us is that we make ourselves, we don't, we don't value ourselves. And that's, that's where you have to start is really learning to love yourself. Yeah. 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 It's hard to do. It is. It really is. Yeah. We started, Um, we started heavy, eh? Oh yeah. I know. What the hell? (laughs) What happened? What's our podcast about again? What are we talking about here today? Um, <laughs> um, my my best friend Amanda got married this weekend. 
and it was the most beautiful wedding ever Mm -hmm. and she got married to rob it was so cute because they met at a bar in ottawa they went Mm -hmm. out for a canada day um and then two years later they ended up meeting up again in a bar in oakville where amanda lives and rob co-owns a bar Wow. It was so cute because, like, Rob gave her a sweater in Ottawa and she kept the sweater even when they met again two years later, which is so sweet. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God, it was the most beautiful wedding. You should have saved this um, story as a good story, man. Oh, yeah. No, I, well, I didn't really (laughs) ask her if I could share. I hope it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just shared, so. Yeah. It was like, it was a very modern wedding. So they did it at a a winery. And then, Mm. oh my God. So they had their first dance. This was so beautiful. They had their first dance. And it was so sweet. And then they both turned around to look over at the vineyard. And then these fireworks came. Oh my God. It was so beautiful. It was really nice to see her. Be someone's wife. Well, can you imagine that? Or friends or people's wives and husbands and mothers oh and fathers. Congratulations yeah. to Amanda and Rob. Should we get on with the stories? Yeah, we probably should. <laughs> yes. Let's start. All right. So the first story this week comes from a user named Johannes Kepler. But mm-hmm. his name is Dylan. Well, okay. Or he's, so he said in his story. So the story is about Dylan and Hannah. So Hannah rolls up in her yellow Volkswagen bug, which is so cute. And uh, she has a towel with her. I'm thinking, why the fuck does she have a towel for a lunch date? But whatever, I move on. So she pops up and I say, hey, I'm Dylan. And she responds with, you ready? Um, I was a little weirded out and I didn't know what else to say. So I said, sure. And she just kept on walking to my right. And the the right side is the opposite direction of any restaurant or business that there are in town. So I don't know where the fuck she's going. But at this point, I'm very essentially in the dark, but I follow her anyway. And I try to make conversation, asking how she was. And she gives me one or two word replies for every single question this entire time. That's annoying. Yeah, super annoying. Eventually, eventually she leads me to this little private beach on the river, which uh, could hold maybe about 10 people standing comfortably. So very small, enclosed area. And then she goes ahead and lays the towel down on the beach and tells me to get my stuff off. So I take off my backpack. I turn around after taking it off and she is already shirtless. (laughs) Needless to say, being 16 and definitely not expecting sex, my clothes pretty much just evaporated. (laughs) I came my wallet because I saw someone on TV put a condom in there. So, of course, I came prepared. And then she says she'd rather use the one that she brought. So, okay, whatever. I'm still going to get laid. So, I start trying to do the whole foreplay thing. Mind you, he's 16 years old. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, stuff is going well, or at least he thinks it's going well. He thinks. Then I try to go downstairs, as he says it, to do the mouth thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Was he 16 when he wrote this? I I hope not. He says, (laughs) I try to go downstairs to do the mouth thing on her (laughs) Vajranos oven-baked pizza. What? (laughs) Yeah. So then she stops me and says, hey. If you're going to eat me out, don't. What? <laughs> and then I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> of course, I'm a little bit caught off guard. I don't want to give you the impression that I'm some kind of stud because I'm very much not. I have not had much sexual experience in. And if it happened to me now, I'd likely to have the same response anyway. Because I'm trying to go down on this girl and she's just like, don't. Uh, <laughs> That's so awkward. Uh, okay. So as I was very confusedly just sitting there going uh she cuts me off with just fuck me what yep um now if you're at home listening to this and think that this is sexy whatsoever (laughs) it wasn't like a hot just fuck me it sounded more of like like a a very annoyed fuck me and accompanied with an eye roll so like she just really wanted to get this thing over with oh 
but she was the one that started this whole thing in the first place mind you like he tried to make conversation with her on the way to this weird private beach area but she just put on her towel and spread her legs and now they're here and she's telling him not to do any foreplay and to just get on with it and she's annoyed that's interesting she's annoyed so then he says all right lady whatever so i put it in trying to be careful because this girl is like mashed potatoes without any butter and drier than a desert. <laughs> oh my god. This is horrible. I know. It obviously doesn't feel great for her. She clenches her fist and squints her eyes. I ask if she wanted me to stop and she shakes her head. So I do the thing. <laughs> and every five minutes or so, she checks her phone. What? Wait, while they're doing it? Yep. While they're doing it, she checks her phone. Oh my god. Okay. But I checked with her and she does not want to stop having sex. She doesn't want to change positions. She wants me to go at it in missionary the entire time. At one point, she checks her phone, puts it down, and starts getting really loud. She's moaning and saying that she's gonna come. And he writes, Fellas, I wasn't even in her. I fell out. Oh. <laughs> oh god so out of curiosity i kept thrusting when i wasn't even in her anymore and she just kept on moaning and kept on going so i stopped and straight up said hey are you faking and hannah goes yeah (laughs) at least she's honest yeah at least she's honest and then afterwards she tells me that she has to go to play rehearsal so we pack up walk back to her car in absolute silence and in front of her car she turns and says to me Thanks for sleeping with me and holds her out her hand for me to shake. I didn't know what to do, so I shook her hand and she went on her merry way. Fast forward a couple of years, I found out that at the beach that day, I took Hannah's virginity. And that what? was the worst sex I've ever had. Wait, oh my god. Okay, so she arranged this to mm-hmm. lose her virginity. Yep. So Dylan's friend introduces her to him and uh he thought it was gonna be a date but no hannah had another uh, agenda in mind and just took him to this little private beach and yep did the thing that That would make me traumatized for dylan like Mm -hmm. wow interesting i hope it wasn't dylan's first time too because that kind of sounds like it was yeah but he knew how to go down and eat the eat the eat the it's thing, a, eat the, eat the pizza thing. oven. Yeah, the the <laughs> oven baked pizza. <laughs> oh, he might have watched like porn or something. I don't know. True. True. Yeah. Also true. I don't know, man. But overall, it's just a very very unpleasant experience for the both of them. But I don't know. Why does she feel the need to pretend that she was coming, even though he knew that they weren't having a good time? And she straight up told him that she was faking. I yep, bet got- you they both just like watched a bunch of porn and thought this is what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I don't know. I am very confused at this entire story. And I'm sorry that this happened to you, Dylan. My favorite <laughs> line, though, this girl is like mashed potatoes without any butter. <laughs> oh, God. Thank yep. you for sharing, Dylan. Thanks, Dylan. This is my first story. So this mm-hmm. is shared by a uh, username hurljack105. Cool. And I'm going to name her Crystal. Okay. Sounds about right. Yeah. So <laughs> so she prefaces this by saying that she had been with someone for 20 years. And unfortunately, he left her for a younger woman. So this, I don't know, she was like pretty hurt by that. And yeah. she actually tried to online date. And she mm-hmm. said that she was about 40 when she was online dating. And this was a couple of years back. So there weren't a lot of options on the site for her. Mm. Yeah, so she, she kind of says she was kind of settling when she saw Kyle's profile. Okay? Mm. Because he was like the only person on the site that was mildly attractive. Still had all of his hair. Oh, boy. He was an established businessman. And he had a son. um, And his profile also said that he was open to children. So this was pretty Mm -hmm. important to her because she had two children of her own with her previous partner. Right. So she just just wanted to move on with her life. Right. So both of them decided to go out for their first date at a restaurant. And Kyle Mm -hmm. offered to pick her up, which was pretty sweet. 
and That's she was nice. really ex yeah and she was really excited she hadn't been on a date for five years after her partner left her so this was a big step for her damn yeah <laughs> so kyle pulled up on time in his car and they had good chats on the way to the restaurant he was just as handsome as his photos and she was really impressed by how put together he was after they ordered their drinks, she started looking at the menu, and Kyle opened up with a question that was kind of weird. He asks, what's your biggest weakness? Hmm. Yeah, this is this an interview. A... I know. <laughs> so Crystal what? says, oh, we're going straight to the interview questions. Interesting. Can we order our food first? And Kyle says, oh, I'm so sorry. I was just excited to get to know you. But that right. was kind of like, yeah, that was kind of his first red flag. Mm -hmm. conversation began to be normal again after that um, and then they received the food and he started with the interview questions again he goes what happened in your last relationship that made it fail what would you what? do if there was a challenge in the relationship how what do you feel that? about earning less money than your partner how do you feel about handling all of the household chores <laughs> like what's yeah, happening so freaking weird right so crystal answered all the questions but she became quite uncomfortable because it seemed like such a controlled process yeah. and even when she tried to kind of make jokes to lighten the mood kyle would go right back to the serious questions again so i was really That's feeling so like an interview yeah it's so strange right um so she finished up dinner and decided to call a cab in her head because she she just didn't want to continue this date and she felt like kyle was invading on her privacy a little bit too much and it, it was too like a rigorous process mm -hmm. um but then kyle said Hey, I had a really good time tonight. I'm really sorry huh? for Yeah. <laughs> I'm really sorry for all of the questions. I've just been burned really badly before by women. So I wanted to know if you were the right person for me. So okay, we gotta keep in mind Crystal's been hurt. She hasn't dated in five years, so she's pretty sensitive at this point. So she basically fell for this and she said that, you know, she felt the same way because of what her partner did to her. So she decided to continue the date and let Kyle drive her home. Mistake. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so on the way back, they had really great conversation and they pulled up to Crystal's house and she felt like she could see herself with Kyle again. He apologized again for all the questions and thanked her for answering them all honestly. And then he says, I should be honest with you, though. Okay, nothing good ever yeah, comes out after this. It's like, um, don't get mad, but yeah, exactly. we're going to be mad. <laughs> yeah. So Kyle goes, I should be honest with you, though. The real reason I asked those questions is because I'm looking to get a divorce from my wife. But I need to find someone who can take care of the household duties because I work a lot. And after chatting with you, I think you fit the picture really well. You made my what? decision to get a divorce from my wife much easier. Would you stick around while I go through the process and be willing to move in as soon as she moved out? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. He's still married? Yep, he's still married. So... Crystal goes, you're still married? And she goes, so she, she was like, not down for this. She's like, hell no, you're not looking for a partner. You're looking for a housekeeper. And then she yeah. ran out of the car and never looked back. Oh my god, this guy is crazy. Yep. He like has his next plan out already and he still hasn't even divorced his wife yet. He has no respect for women. No respect at all. Like, this guy's literally looking for a housekeeper. And he's saying that he's been burned by women really badly. Uh, please, yeah. <laughs> man, this makes me angry. What yeah. the hell, man? I well, know. good for Crystal for running out of there and not looking back. Those, but the list of questions that he's asking, though. So, two of our friends are getting married next year. They just recently got engaged, and yeah. uh, so one of them is very religious. So they have to go through this marriage school process where oh. they go weekly and they have to do a bunch of questionnaires and they have discussions they have to take classes and because like me and Lehman are just two very curious creatures we asked them to share their questionnaire with us interesting we yeah wanted to know what like marriage lesson questions are like right and we've yeah. been like going through these and they're actually very interesting and they wait so are they going like they're learning how to have a healthy marriage is that what the school is uh basically yeah so interesting it, it, the first step is to to know that you and your partner are on the same page with your expectations in marriage, with children, family, all that. And yeah. then it teaches you like lessons. I didn't honestly I didn't really read the lessons, but I just I'm basic basically just going through the questions. And it really opened up some really 
interesting conversations between me and Lehman. Like things, things are like, for example, how do you feel about、uh, opening up to your future spouse? Like, how comfortable are you sharing with? Are you about sharing your feelings with them? Or things like, have you guys discussed、um, how many children you want to have? Have you guys talked about、uh, methods of raising children? Or are you comfortable with your spouse's family? Like, they talk about. It's、like、couples therapy. Pretty much, you have the therapy before you get married. So then, when you are married, you don't have to go through it. Hopefully, <laughs> I think that's pretty smart to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if they offer this just to the public. I'm pretty、yeah. sure that there there is one. If you just look it up, I I don't know. I just imagine that there should be. Yeah. But it's pretty cool that they have to go through this as a mandatory. And、um, we've just been stealing stories from them, and then we've been doing these questionnaires as like a. A weekday night chillage after dinner, we sit there and we talk about these kind of things, and it's actually pretty cool. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Are your friends living together or no?、Oh. So they just recently got engaged. Okay. Congratulations. Congrats.、Um, yes. But they're not living together. No, he lives in Markham and she's in like Pickering. Oh. Yeah, but they both work in downtown, so they see each other pretty often as well. That's like something. I kind of want to ask you. So, how do you、yeah. feel about? So, I have a friend's friend who's getting married, but they've never lived together before. They've been dating、right. for five years,、mm. and she's always lived with her parents. And he just recently got his own place, but、mm-hmm. they don't they don't see each other often because they're kind of long distance too.、Right. How do you feel about that? Like getting married before moving in together. I I know that people have different opinions, obviously, but personally, I would always encourage my friends to live with a person before getting married.、Yeah. Um, these two friends, they've also been dating for like five years, and、yeah. they also still live with the, their family, but they've both been saving up because that, like, early on, they knew that this is it, so they've been saving up so they can get a place together in the future. Yeah, and I think that's what their plan is. Um, but I would personally just always want to live with the person first because there's so many quirks. Everybody has so many quirks. What if you don't get along? Like, yes, you've been dating for five years, but there are things that you don't see and、uh, until definitely you, you live with a person. And I th- know some people say like, "Oh, I've been on like all inclusive、uh, vacations with、oh, them," or like、honey. I've been on like, yeah, I know, <laughs> honey, 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 honey. Everyone is on their best behavior、yep. when you're on a vacation. You don't fart in front of each other. You fold your dirty clothes away.、Oh, Everything、yeah. is well shaven. You know, like it's not. It's it's not a hundred. Things change,、really、man. When you guys、yeah. move in together, things change a lot. Yeah,、um, there's a lot. <laughs> I like I mentioned in the last podcast. Like I didn't realize how much games Kevin played, and <laughs> like we've compromised now. So、mm-hmm. he helps out around the house a little bit more, but. These are things that I'm glad I kind of figured out before we got married, and yeah, because yeah. I I'm pretty sure I would have just ran out of there. Yeah, <laughs> and it works the other way too because I am an only child, so I am used to doing everything my way. It's、mm. it's it's not like my way or the highway, but I have a certain way of doing everything already, and I've been doing it for over twenty years. Yeah, so. After moving in with Lehman, there are things I'm like, why do you do it like that? And like me being me, and I just call him out. I'm like, okay, but why do you do it like that? There's much. There's like an easier way or a faster way of doing it, like this way. And I show him, and then he's like, okay, but like if this is my responsibility, just let me do it my way. Ooh, you know, like I、yes. have to get past that just to like let go and stop controlling everything. And this、right. is like a pretty, I, I would say like a, a negative personality that I have. Like I. I Needed to have control over th- everything, but Lehman kind of just poured a bucket of cold water on me. Like, woman, chill the fuck out. <laughs> that's <laughs> but that's like a good way of working together, right?、Cause... Yeah, yeah. But that's things that you have to like get through. Yeah. Before permanently living living together.、I、yeah.、Think. Yeah. And it's it's pretty shocking, I think.、Um, well, for me, let me share an example.、Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> my no, first, yeah. <laughs> It was our first month living together,、uh-huh. and I found out that Kevin likes to somehow his clothes come off like all throughout the house 
before he gets to the shower. I don't know, like, how it happens. Like, like there's just a path from the door yes. to the bathroom of his clothes? Yes. So, like, it's from the stairs, actually. So, from the staircase down the hallway into the living room into the kitchen and then it stops in front of the bathroom and there's (laughs) no clothes in the washroom of course so i came home with a friend once and of course the clothes are all over and um i looked down yeah so we walk in and the first thing you see is the kitchen and you look down on the kitchen there's a pair of white underwear and (laughs) there is a poo streak I was oh, like, oh, oh yeah, no. hey, sorry, Don. Like, Kevin likes to throw his clothes over. So I took a picture of the poo streak and sent it to him, and he never oh, did that again. No. So, yeah, oh, but that was a big uh, eye-opener for me. I would think that the poo streak on his underwear is a bigger concern for me than leaving his clothes everywhere. Why is there poop on his underwear, Amy? There's always poop on men's underwear. Oh. It's just... Yeah, you God. have you haven't you seen Lehman's underwear? No. Yeah, if you look at any of his underwear, there's not, guaranteed mm. poop streak. <laughs> it's just gonna... a thing. I'm not sure. Kevin's also questioned this. He goes, "Why do I have poop streaks? Do I have to just randomly go to the washroom and wipe my ass every once in a while?" I don't know. You know, you know what'd be really <laughs> funny, Amy? What? If we get messages from listeners saying, "Uh, that's not normal, Amy. Not oh. every man has poop <laughs> streaks <laughs> on their underwear." <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure there are, though, because I'm pretty sure my brother also has poop streaks, so... Yeah, but your brother also learned the trick of Oh, he does have two assholes. Okay, yeah, that's true. Okay, well, well, I don't know then. I don't know. Whatever. But you (laughs) learn... The point of the story is that you learn shit from people. (laughs) You don't know. (laughs) Um, Until you guys really move in. So I I also agree with you where I... Mm. It's just my opinion, but I do feel like it's best for two people to live together before they get married mm-hmm. and move in together then. But, you know, it works out for a lot of people. But I just yeah. think it makes it a little bit easier to live together before. For sure. And you yeah. also get all the hard stuff out of the way before you're yeah. married. So by the time you are married, you can enjoy that, like, freshly new wet, new wet couple and just, you know. Enjoy being a enjoy husband life. and wife. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And just yeah. actually like and love each other. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. My mom is actually surprisingly open to this idea. She also suggested that I should live with whoever I am bound to marry in the future before we get married. I know. It's not very traditional. Yeah. It's it's not at all. I'm like, are you you sure you want me to do that, mom? She's like, yeah, I don't want you to get in a fight like three months into your marriage and get a divorce. I'm not paying for that shit. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Yeah. Yeah. My mom. Yeah. My mom is the same because she, well, she did that with my dad too. Yeah yeah but mm-hmm. yeah well that was my story yes that was okay. your story <laughs> well let's move on to the next story thank you Sorry. so much for sharing crystal thank you all right and my second story comes from the username the amazing lobster boy that's I'm hilarious <laughs> so I, I don't know it's called larry because lo- oh lobster uh, yeah uh, cool. i don't know i just came up with it okay larry so larry says um i don't know if this is technically humiliating but i certainly rethought my choices after this happened it was spring break of my freshman year of college and i was pretty new to tinder I matched with a girl at a school nearby who wasn't on break, but she started flirting immediately, and I realized that it was basically just up to me to give the date and time to meet her up. So after a bit, I did. It was exciting because I hadn't really been in a situation where someone was so straight up about just like, hey, wanna bang? (laughs) So I immediately hopped into my car after we set the time and drove my way to her. That's hilarious. Yeah. All exciting. All exciting. Yeah. Um, I get there and we had sex and it felt like a business transaction. Like less than five minutes into making out, she was telling me, are you just going to leave my clothes on the- all night or what? And then mm. basically gave me a list of directions on what to do play by play. Some of it, it was a little bit um, unfamiliar to me, but I just went on with it. And I also didn't know that it could be pleasurable to be bitten that hard. Whatever, she kinky. 
Okay. Yep. Anyway, she got off super quickly, and then uh, when I asked about round two, she said she didn't usually do that. Uh, It was a very mediocre experience for me overall, but definitely not horrible. Then things got a little weird. She had already offered for me to stay the night, and I didn't want to give away how underwhelming the whole night was, so I stayed. It was hard to sleep at first because the school had. Conveniently put its dorms just below the musicians' very not soundproof practice rooms, and the、oh, trains went by outside about every fifteen minutes. So、oh、we just、goodness. laid in bed, yeah, not sleeping, and we not talked、sex. for a yeah, <laughs> not sex either because she doesn't do round two.、Um, no. <laughs> we talked for a while about jobs, about pets, family, etc. And as it was finally drifting off with my back to her in the bed. I hear her mentioning how this is one of the most haunted campuses in the country. Does that scare you? And then I said, "No, I don't really believe in ghosts." <laughs> and then she got really quiet. And then、oh、I heard, and then I heard some rustling around and felt the weight in the bed shift. So I rode over to see what was going on, and I see that she was now no longer in the bed. She was standing there with my jeans in one hand and my wallet and keys in the other hand, and after a second, she says, "I think you should go." At first,、Ooh. I thought she was joking, so I laughed uncomfortably and played along. I took my jeans, put them on, took my keys, and she ushered me out of the room. And only as the door closed behind me did I realize that she was a hundred percent for reals. So I was standing there in the hallway, kind of baffled. And I shuffled out of the dorm and drove home in what was now early morning. And then I think back to this whole situation. She just got really weird immediately after I said that I didn't believe in ghosts. So there are only two possible reasons of what happened that night. A, maybe a close family member of hers had their life saved by a ghost. Or B, <laughs> I just fucked a ghost. <laughs> These are interesting assumptions. Yeah, but like, what other assumptions could there be for her to be that upset and offended by the fact that he yeah, said that he、really、st- believed in ghosts? That's so weird. I don't, I don't know, but sometimes you know people are really spiritual, and so she might have been offended that he. But you would think didn't believe in ghosts. You would think a real person would just like kind of <laughs> talk to him about it. Like he said, I don't really believe in ghosts, and she could have just said, Oh, why don't you believe in ghosts? I believe in ghosts. I think that they're you know continue the conversation instead of just shutting down and then telling him the GTFO. But there's some people out there that believe in ghosts, like we believe in, like religion or something. You know, like it's this type of spiritualism where you believe in the afterlife and ghosts and stuff like that.、Mm-hmm. And so, it maybe it's just like if you if you tell a Christian person like that's really Christian who's not open to any other religion that you're not Christian、hmm. kind of thing. You know? Yeah, I guess. I, I'm just making shit up because yeah. I really don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting that too. <laughs> Are, yeah. <laughs> do you believe in ghosts? Um. Okay. So I I really really want to. I believe more in energy forms than ghosts. So I I think that so we all have like a spirit, right? And I feel like our spirit never dies, and it's sort of a form of energy because like I don't know if you remember chemistry, all of our thoughts and stuffs are like elements or like like chem. Chemicals, yeah, yeah, exactly. So even if you're thinking and stuff, it's like little chemical bonds, like moving around and stuff. And so I believe that if there's a lot of energy, so if you're thinking something, like if you're angry or you're really happy, like、mm-hmm. your energy can actually be a form. And so that's what I think ghosts are, right? If that makes sense, right? Okay, because like when I was younger, I wanted to see a ghost so bad.、Mm. I really wanted to believe in them. I'd watch ghosts. I know it was crazy. I'd watch like. Scary movies at night with the lights off and everything by myself, and I used to hunt ghosts. So there's some like, yeah, they're like haunted castles. There was this one in England, and I used to just put the cam on in the background and then be on MSN talking to my friends、mm-hmm. and just like hope that a ghost would pass oh by. Oh my god, is this why you MSN we ch- like video chatted with me the whole time while you were on vacation one year? Probably because I was scared of the ghost、yeah. and. <laughs> I want to make sure that, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I never saw ghosts. But so as I get older, I kind of believe it's more of people's energy than 
really ghosts. Hmm. What about you? Um, I'm scared. I, I think I do believe that there are other spirits, but I don't know if they're ghosts. Um, and I try not to believe in them because I am terrified of ghosts. Um, really? Yeah. Well, I, I oh. understand that there could be ghosts that are there to hunt us, but there are also nice ghosts, like in Harry Potter. There are nice ghosts, you know. Um, but then <laughs> yeah. I've heard so many stories that's happened to my own family member that just really scares the shit out of me. Like, for example, like my grandmother, my yeah. dad's mom, she, yeah. at her... <laughs> Her, her tallest she was probably 411 and uh <laughs> I, I don't understand how i grew to 56 uh anyway my genes are not meant to be 56 so she's yeah. like 411 and she was probably in her early 40s or late 30s when this happened um tiny little woman and so one year i think she was in her early 40s or late 30s i don't i don't know my grandpa wasn't home and back then they still live in the village and that's where all the scary uh story happens she somehow got possessed by this spirit a ghost i don't know what it was but she was so strong and just out there to break shit and start shit with people that four grown men couldn't hold her down okay Wait, she got possessed i nobody understands what was going on like she so, just wait, out how of did nowhere. they she, find her like how did this yeah like did well grandpa she, come was home when she was at home Okay. Yeah, she was at home, and she's usually a very gentle person. Very, my my grandmother is very, very funny, and she just jokes around all the time. But that day, she just looked so angry and was just throwing shit around and just like punching shit and just not herself. So my my dad and his siblings called the neighbors over because they all lived like next door to each other. They all came over to like just sit my grandma down to trying to ask her what was wrong. But she was so angry, she started fighting everyone. Four grown men couldn't hold her down okay she's holy shit four, she's 411 <laughs> couldn't shit. hold her down and then there's a lot wow. of like chinese liquor laying around because you know it's the countryside there's nothing else to do she drank like two cups of chinese liquor which are like 60 percent alcohol content wow nothing happened she was still do doing the same thing couldn't hold her down and then they had to call some spirit guide or whatever in the village like every every village has one in china called him over like blessed her or washed her or whatever i don't know what happened and then she passes out next morning she wakes up she doesn't remember anything that's so weird it's so fucked up baby can you imagine like i she is a strong little woman for a 411 woman but she's not okay, strong but, enough yeah for four grown men, men yeah who works mm -hmm. in the field for a living yeah, Chinese men are strong. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, man, that's just weird. Freaky. So for See, me I to feel say, like I, yeah, for me to say that I don't believe in ghosts, that's just like I feel like I'm dishonoring my grandmother because that really happened. And yeah. yeah, I feel like Chinese people are also very spiritual. Oh yeah, for sure. And so, because I I know my mom has friends who are like clairvoyances or some people who can see into the future, but it really hurts a part of their soul and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really interesting, and they're really accurate. Like it's not like here where you go, you pay like five bucks or whatever, and they read <laughs> your palms. It's yeah. like it's a whole session, and then mm -hmm. they know that they take a part of their life because yeah. it's such big energy. So, like I'd love to dive more into it because i'm really curious about it but i don't have any experiences where like you have your grandma's story mm -hmm. i don't have anything like that to kind of base my like beliefs on ghosts right. but i really I, i'd love to believe in it i just haven't that's pretty cool though yeah that it, i mean not it, cool but it's not really i'm, I'm <laughs> terrified by this story you think it's cool. every time i hear and my dad tells a story I'm, i have goosebumps yeah. the back of like the hair on the back of my neck is standing up it's like it just fascinates yeah. me. It's yeah, fascinating. Also, yeah, yeah. And also I'm like, yeah. Fuck, that's scary. <laughs> I know, because then like I also hear about like exorcisms and stuff, and I'm like, what happened to? Because it's almost unexplainable, right? Yeah. Like it could be mental health. Yeah, but right, it, it could be mental health, but her strength didn't come from. But that's from what her that's mental. what I mean. Like yeah. it's just it's like everyone. You always want to be scientific about it, right? You always want to be like, oh no, it's not ghosts. It's just yeah, you know, maybe something. Yeah, mental health or something. Yeah. But then you really think about it. And you're like, really, like okay, maybe she just had a really bad day. But then how can you explain fighting off four grown men? Yeah, <laughs> you it's know, unexplainable. 
It's just so strange. Yeah, I know. I love ghosts. That is One day. strange. Mm. Have you ever yeah. seen <laughs> Have you ever seen a show on Netflix called The Haunting of How was it called? Sorry. Oh, Let Hill House. Hill House, Haunting of the Hill House. That. Yeah, I love that. Oh. Yes. We were just talking about really it good. today with my friend. Yes. It was really good. I love that. That was like um but I didn't find that it was like scary. It was more like Really? Shit, man, I couldn't go to the bathroom by myself for two weeks after really? that. <laughs> but it was like kind of nice because character development too, right? Yeah, the story was really yeah. the story is really oh, what so kept, good. kept me watching. Yeah. But damn. Yeah, I'm surprised that you watched that. I thought you hated scary stuff. I actually love scary movies, but I don't watch the scary parts. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, Lehman gets really upset. <laughs> I always ask to watch a scary movie because I want to know the plot because uh, some scary movie has really good plots. It's the like, yeah. twist, the mystery, whatever in it. Right, right. But then, like, the music gives away when the scary part is coming up. So, like, <laughs> as, as soon as I hear it, I, like, I do this thing where I cover my eyes with my four fingers and then my thumb then covers my ear so I don't hear it <laughs> and I don't see it. <laughs> and then when it's over, I'm like, what happened? And Lehman gets so annoyed. <laughs> I, like, but I, I love, I love it. I love the experience. I Very forgot what we were lovers. talking about. What were we talking? About? Oh yeah, the girl that that was offended because the guy didn't believe in ghosts. Oh right, right. Well, that went on a tangent. Yeah, <laughs> you love um, ghosts. God, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and we know that Amy loves ghosts. Shall we move we on? <laughs> yeah, we should probably nice move on. Stories? Okay, before next. before it's tomorrow. Yeah, okay, cool. We get haunted. Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. So this is my next story, and this is shared by uh, a username PhD of Disaster. Love oh, it. wow, Doctor Disaster. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. So I'm gonna name her Allison, mm-hmm. and this is about Allison and her racist date camp. Oh no, okay. doctors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Allison met Cam on Tinder. She wasn't really serious about him, um, but he was the first one to ask her out on a date. So she said yes. Uh So already it's kind of on bad foot. Have you ever done that where like you've matched with people and then you just went on a date because. Yeah. At the same day I have because I'm bored. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You're bored. Yeah. Yeah, And he's like 10 minutes away from my house. Like, yeah, whatever. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what she did here. So. Um, they both decided to meet at a really casual diner for brunch. And, of course, Cam was 20 minutes late. So, great start already. Mm. So, as soon as Cam arrived, he looked like himself and everything, which was great. Mm-hmm. But right away, he sat down and he took over the conversation. So, the split of the conversation, she said, was like 80-20. Uh. So, like, I feel like sometimes this is okay if the person's nervous, but mm-hmm. you could just tell that Cam was just overly invested in himself, mm-hmm. which I hate. Mm-hmm. And so, Allison was already over the date before the food even arrived, and when the waitress put the food down in front of them, Cam didn't even stop talking to thank the waitress for the oh, food. Oh, rude. Yep. I hate that. Rude. Wow. I know. Yeah. Like, oh, God. That's- so, I already hate Cam. Yeah, <laughs> And so she goes, here's a glimpse into the topics that Cam focused on. So, number one, how much money he makes. Number two, how much more money he will make in the future. Number three, how awesome his job is. And number four, how great his fraternity is. (sighs) I just Yeah, exactly. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. So, she says, it was great that he was so passionate about his career, but he bragged about his job by comparing himself to other people at the company and putting other people down. So, that wasn't very Um, nice. Insecurity. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, And then the last straw was when he brought up his views on foreigners. So this was, they were in America, okay, okay, somewhere in America. So this is a touchy subject in general, I feel like, especially on the first day. I feel like um, if anyone really brought this up to me, I would try to change the subject. Yeah. It's not really, like, first date material. No, it's too heavy. It is very heavy. Mm -hmm. So... Anyways, so after explaining how Cam thought that foreigners were ruining America, he started to become full-on racist. Are you ready for this? No, I'm angry already, Amy. Yeah. Do you feel my my chemistry changing? Yes, I feel the energy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So he explained to Allison how he believes that due to genetics, black people can never be as smart as white people. Oh, my. Henceforth, it is only logical that the living conditions in Africa are worse than in Europe, 
and there are only a few select black people who are on top of the corporate chain. I'm fucking so idiot. angry. Right? So Allison had two bites of her meal, got up, and left, while Cam shouted, What? Did I say something to offend you? Oh. <gasps> Holy um, f- And then, yeah, the best part of this, Allison is black. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, Allison's black. He was saying all this <laughs> shit to her face? <laughs> yep. Is he an idiot? Of course he is. Why well, might have been yep. asking that? What the fuck? I know. I really wanted to message her, but this post, so on Reddit, um, if you post like more than two years or more, then you can't comment on it. Yeah. I really want to reach out to her and just be like, oh my God, how did you deal with this? But I mean, she got up and left. So good, that was for, good her. for her. Yeah. But it just like baffles me that he he had the nerve to say, did I say something to offend you? Is he stupid? Like, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Like these people actually, wow. So ignorant. Like, have you been on a date with anyone racist before? Mm, not that I can't. No. Well. No. Well. I feel. No, I, technically, I, yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. What do you mean? Well, most people that I've ever dated are Asian, and most Asian people are racist. Oh, but okay, we're only racist oh, against <laughs> ourselves. So it's not really. I feel like Asians are not really racist. It's more like it's almost stereotypical. Like we believe in stereotypes too, right? Yeah, I My think mom. we just need to get out of our circle more, and it, I feel like people who are racist there's more or less a fear yes definitely because they don't understand you know yeah like their mind i don't know their circles are so tiny they can't even get out i I don't know but i i will tell you that chinese people are racist against chinese people that's a fact yep (laughs) it's so weird it's like against different like villages and like parts of i'm like why like what the I don't know, but I, I've, so, you know, like, I, I used to date a lot of white people, mm-hmm. and, like, they're not full-on racist, but it's more like they're fascinated by Asian culture, but also really ignorant. Yes. So. I concur. <laughs> yeah, so, this one guy I dated, um, oh my god, it was so awful. So, like, he was fine over chat and everything, mm-hmm. but then when we met in person, the first thing he says to me was, it was something weird, like, oh, I, I only date Asians, or, like, I have Asian fetish, or something. Oh, something like that. Oh, my God. And so it was a red flag, and I was like, oh, God, this is gonna go like this, eh? And so I remember walking around the city with him. Every time he saw something he displayed that was Asian, so, like, a Japanese restaurant, or, like, a nail salon or something, he'd be like, hey, look, at your people. And I, What the fuck? How are you thinking this is funny and okay right now? Just um, him in the balls and walk the other way. Yeah, I was in a bad place. I went on two dates with him and so yeah i don't even know how i survived one but yeah and i i still have him on instagram and i he still dates only asian women but he cycles new women every two months pretty much probably because no woman can stand him for more than a month yeah Yeah. and i'm actually surprised that he can even keep a girl for two months the way that he was but yeah it's it's like he's like I I can't is that racist I can't of course it is because he's assuming okay. that all of that belongs to and like they're not even Chinese but location it was like a <laughs> it was like a jo- that's what I mean like it was more like a joke kind of thing so I didn't know if it was ignorant or yeah I guess it is racist it's not his place to tell those kind of jokes or like yeah he didn't even know me that well. I don't know that's but... weird man yeah yeah I was, yeah. yeah I dated this guy who was white but he spoke fluent Mandarin. Which is really cool. That's so cool. Yeah, and he's all self-taught, so very smart dude. Wow. And he's very yeah. much into Chinese culture, which I found awesome because if anyone mm-hmm. who is not Chinese was like open to the idea and is interested and wants to learn, I think that's awesome. The way that we accept and learn other cultures overall. Anyway, yeah. but he even he himself would make comments, and I don't think that he meant them like. He would say things like, oh, all you Asian girls have tiny feet. We're like, all Asian girls this, all Asian girls that. And then one day, like, we dated for about a month or so. Okay. One day, I just got really curious because of this comment that he's been making. And I asked him, have you ever dated anyone who is not Asian? And he was like, nope. And I'm like, oh, are you just... That's so weird to me. Interested in Asian women? He's like, yeah, I've always only been attracted to asian girls and then i don't know something just clicked in me and i got super worded out and i was just like okay fine i can't do this i'm sorry yeah like 
yeah. did you like me because of my of my skin yeah. color or my yes. race or is it because of me you know right it's right just, yeah i felt targeted and i was just like Ugh. nope bye interesting yeah he's a he's an okay dude it's just it got weird for me and i couldn't yeah i feel the same like i felt like an object when i was yeah with this guy because yeah. it was really about like for him anyways he was more focused on the fact that i was just asian yeah. i was like okay bye that's yeah. some weird ass fantasy that's uh, yeah well anyways i'm so sorry you went through this allison and i wish i could message you and just be like i'm, I'm sorry yeah but good for you for walking out yep good for you All right, and my last story for this week, um, <laughs> it's another sex story. I feel like, did I tell three sex stories today? I think I did. You did? Oh, wow, look at me. Well- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I haven't told a sex story in a while now, so I'm just like. But there were, yeah, that was, wow, yeah, three in a row, there you three go. There you go. Three in one day, go, no, no, okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So um, uh, let's call this guy Donald, and I'm going to call the girl Mary, and you'll see why later. Okay. So uh, this is told from Donald's perspective, and he calls it a very painful sex story, so be careful. He says, I was a junior in high school, and I was dating a freshman college student. She lived in a four-person dorm, so there was never much privacy and we're hanging out in her dorm one day and one of her roommates decided to go take a shower. So it was just me and her left in this dorm while her roommate was out taking a shower. Ooh. So, of course, given this opportunity, we decided to go for a quickie. But we had no idea how long the roommate would be gone for and no, therefore no idea how long we would have. So she was wearing a miniskirt and so she just took off her panties and said, let's just keep her clothes on and get on with it. So I Damn. did. Now, I was wearing jeans. So I just kind of unzipped and took it out and we started. <laughs> now, it doesn't take long before it started to hurt. But I pushed mm-hmm. through. I was thinking maybe it's just like, you know. I don't know, there's something cream on, on her thighs or whatever, and it's stinging a little bit, but I'm pushing through. Huh? After about five minutes, I was in extreme pain at this time. Oh, God. But her and I were both getting close, so I continued on, soldiering on. Wow. And then later, her roommate finally walks in, so I pull out really quickly, and... This is also when we see the damage. All three of us saw the damage (gasps) (laughs) that my zipper did to my penis. (gasps) So it was not cream, nothing stinging or anything. It was his dick rubbing against his jeans zipper. No. This entire time. And there is blood everywhere. It's all over his pants, all over her skirt, my hand. Well, his hand. And then there's also a mixture of blood and jizz on her face. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> and the roommate walked in. And this, is, this happened as soon as the roommate walked in. Oh. And all three of us were just horrified at the sight, just staring at this. And uh, hence, this is the story of Donald and Bloody Mary. Ah, uh, Oh, my God. Ow, ow. Can you imagine? Like, I... Like, I don't have a dick, but I feel the sympathy pain for him. <laughs> oh, my God. I just can't believe he just kept pushing through. He just like, pushed... how did he I don't... not adjust? Yeah. If anything was hurting that much, like, I can't. I, ugh, the image of dick and zipper rubbing. Oh, ah. Yep. Holy oh, shit. Fuck. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm so sorry for Donald and Mary. your dick. Yeah. <laughs> Man, my imaginary dick hurts for you, bro. So this is the last story, and this is a good story. Um, this was shared by Michelle, mm-hmm. and she she's from Laguna Hills in California, and she's aged 45. I don't know why she put that down. Mm-hmm. So Michelle and her date, George, went mm-hmm. to a seafood restaurant, okay. and halfway through dinner, her stomach started gurgling, and she started oh. to feel sick. Yeah, I feel like seafood is always a... Like, seafood and Mexican... Uh, oh, it's a risky choice for a first. Pretty date. risky, yeah, definitely. 
Um, okay, so she started to feel sick. George asked if she was okay, and she said she was fine. She went to the washroom, and she's like, okay, she needs to go home. So she told George, she's like, I'm not feeling well. Mm-hmm. But she was really sad because the date was going really well, and she wanted to stay out longer, but she knew it was time to go home. <laughs> It's <Okay>. coming! Yeah. <laughs> so George was being really nice, and he actually offered to drive her home to spend a little bit more time with her, mm-hmm. and she agreed because it was only like a 20-minute drive, okay? Right. A lot of things can happen in 20 minutes, my friend. Yep. So, unfortunately, she learns that the hard way. So. Oof. On the highway, she just couldn't hold it anymore. No. Yeah. So she's like, pull over! And George kindly and quickly pulls off onto the road, onto an off-ramp, and she jumps out. Unfortunately, this was, like, in a part of California where it was, like, desert terrain. <gasps> so there's no, no bushes. Trees? Oh yep, no God. trees. Yeah. It was in the cool night air with only George's car shielding her from the highway. <gasps> okay. And she had to relieve herself to end her gastrointestinal torture. So it's coming from that end. (laughs) My God. Yep. And unfortunately, when she was done, there was obviously no toilet paper. Oh, fuck. I didn't even think about that. Yep. And it it was like like she needed something to wipe, you know? Yeah. So George was kind enough to go into his trunk and take out one of his custom tailored white French cutoff suit shirts that wow. was supposed to be dropped off at the cleaners the next morning. Oh, it's the, <laughs> no, the only place that thing's going to is the garbage, my friend. Yep. <laughs> he donated the shirt to this cause oh. and they left the shirt by the side of the road. <laughs> oh my god. and so michelle was totally embarrassed and humiliated but she got back in the car and she was feeling much better after that (laughs) and not only did george handle the entire situation with compassion although he he still calls michelle highway check so yeah he calls her that he took her back to the restaurant and raised a little hell about the incident their food had just created Mm -hmm. which michelle really loved and yeah so she ended off the story by saying that they ended up continuing to date even after their first date ended like that and they just married and celebrated 17 years in april wow and george still lovingly calls her highway chick (laughs) that is so cute i mean gross but cute at the same time but I feel like, like, if that was me, I probably would have been like, oh, my God, take me home. I never want to talk to you again. But, yeah. like, it kind of ended off, like, in a good note, right? Yeah. They always have this memory to memory. relive. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck, that's horrible. Yeah. But- Has that ever happened to you? Or, like, you um, got sick after a date? Oh, yeah. I've always had, like, not always. I've had a few times... Right after dinner, my stomach starts to hurt. Ooh, yeah. But it's almost always gas. Oh. <laughs> but I obviously can't, you know, let it out on the first day while we're still yeah. in the dinner. So I, like, right. I've i made up excuses to go home early. Like, oh, I have to go. My mom needs me for something. <laughs> oh, I have an exam in the morning. Oh, I, like, I have to go to work. Whatever. You know, like, stupid shit. Yeah. And then... Sometimes when they drive me back to my car or, like, drive me back to my parents' house back in the day, I would just, like, sit there and pretend that nothing is wrong and sit up straight. But that's the worst thing to do. Yes, it's so sharp. Yeah, you just want to kind of, like, be in a ball in a fetal position and just hug yourself. But I can't do that because I'm sitting in a car. So I'm sitting up straight and it hurts like a bitch and there's sweat coming up on my face. But, like... (laughs) Oh, I had a really great time. Cringing, wincing. Oh, man. Oh, my God. It's happened with Lehman, too. So many times. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I get, like, really bad anxiety for dates and stuff. Uh-huh. And, like, interviews. All, right. Anything that has to... Yeah. Yeah. And so, right before I go on something that's, like, nerve-wracking, like a date, mm-hmm. I have to go to the washroom. <gasps> and I remember one time... So, I always show up early. Like, I show up, like, 20 minutes early so I can go to the washroom first and then, you know, act yeah. like I was semi early right. and one time this guy showed up early like me oh no and he's like, oh we're both here like a-. and like holding in that shit literally oh fuck <laughs> not fun oh, not my fun god. oh my god damn you so sharp punctual you stupid ass gentleman yeah. you why <laughs> exactly. can't you be like other assholes uh, all the time oh let me god. shit in peace right yeah. well thank you so much for sharing that michelle i'm so glad that you and george ended up being yeah. Living happily together and getting married. That's like so a sweet miracle, man. Good for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> 
And that's the end of episode 19. We hope you enjoyed this week's stories. And if you did, please rate, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts to let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. And we also want to hear yours or your friends' dating horror stories or love stories. So please email them to us at thenotbookpodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to be anonymous, please let us know and we will make up names for you. Yep. And of course, you can now listen to us on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, which we're going to be updating regularly. And you can find all of this information on our website at thenotbookpodcast.com. Of course, please tell your friends and your family to tune in to The Notebook Podcast and uh, be our friend, please. Join our little community. And we hope that you tune in for episode 20, 20. which will be released next Sunday. Oh, yeah, we're in the... She's growing up so fast. Yeah, wow, 20. Oh my god, it's going to be 20. Yeah. So... So <laughs> That's gonna be released next Sunday, so make sure you guys tune in, alright? Should we do something special? Oh, for the twentieth? The twentieth. Hmm. Ah. Let's talk about this. Okay. All right. Off air. We'll right. chat about this. Yes. Okay. Right. Okay. okay. <laughs> See you guys next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.